All right, it is time for session 127 of the Scarper Shoals campaign. It, wow. it might be Moon Day 1st of Umber, or it might not. <laughs> time has begun to lose its meaning as the Order of the Violet Dawn completes their exploration of the strange demiplane known as Chrysalis. They are in the midst of a pitched battle with Lascon, the last surviving member of the Butterfly Cabal, who has been transformed into a 12-foot-tall marble statue. The battle has worn him down, opening cracks in his stony form in several places. Avaloki was knocked down for a bit, but is back. Lascon is still holding together and <laughs> remains quite dangerous. We return to our heroes at the top of the combat round, and it's Avaloki's turn. Okay. Uh... If anybody needs the, um, the, uh, the, the, the battle map, let me know and I'll post it in the chat, but I think you've already got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Paragon Plaza. I, uh, so question, because we're kind of starting with a new session. Yeah. Does he still have his reaction right now? Uh, yeah, he does. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to disengage. Disengage. Okay. And move back 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. There you are. I assume that's Um, a good place for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, you still have a bonus action? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't I don't have anything that I can okay. do with it. All right. Ciola, your turn. I left notes for myself. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Kick no, ass. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. Um, he's doing something with his hands, right? Uh, mostly he's been using his feet to attack with because you guys are so, so, you know, you guys are only thigh high to him. So he's been stomping on people. Rude. Why? And we say step on me, but daddy, this is not what we mean. <laughs> well, it turns out it's not as fun as you think. It <laughs> yeah, that, that, that kind of massage is not doing it for me. Uh, you know, it's like you have the whole fantasy, but then when it actually happens, it's like, oh, no, no, I don't like this at all. Certainly you understand why they invented safe words. Uh, yeah, so my note to myself was to jump on him and try and grapple him with the axe, basically wrap the axe handle around him. And try and restrain him somehow? Restrain him. But I don't remember why I was trying to restrain him. Like well, I remember been... that there was just discussion that the axe was likely to be useful against his... Right, right. No, he, he, he must have been doing something that made me feel like if I held him, other people could harm him. Hmm. Well, well um, I had... Yeah. Yeah, uh... Pinning someone in a kind of a wrestling match um, uh, is is um, is like the next step after grappled. So you use grapple to grab onto them. Right. And then if you maintain the grapple through their turn, on your next turn you can try and pin them. Now in your case, if you're, you're not kind of wrestling them to the ground, if you wanted to kind of wrap his arms... In a huge bear hug with your with your axe on either side, that yeah. would be kind of like pinning half of him. He'd still be able to move his, move his legs, but you'd have his arms. Right. 
So I could, I could, you, I'll, I'll let you do that if that's what would, you want to try. Would, would he be? Would would he be then open to attack? Like would other people? Be when someone is restrained, them? people get uh, advantage on their attack rolls against them. That is what Sierra is going to attempt to do. Okay, you can use an attack to try to grapple him. All right, attack number one. That is a. Uh, what am I adding to that? Just strength. Uh, you, um, well, it's usually athletics yeah. for a grapple attack. Yeah. Grapple is a, is a, is a, is a, um, 15 then. Okay. Well, he got an eight. So you successfully grappled him. No way. Um, okay. <laughs> I rolled a two. We can take it. I rolled a two. Um, okay. so you have, you have grabbed hold of him and I'll say that you've like, you've like, climbed up his back a yeah. little ways and you've kind of got your fingers wedged into some of the cracks that, that the attacks have opened okay. up in his body. So the next um, move is to get the axe handle around him. To, to and But that requires an action. It's not an attack like a grapple is. It's an action to pin. Okay. So I guess that's going to have to be next. Round. That'll have to be next round. You have to maintain your grapple through this round because if he tries to throw you off, that'll right. be his action, right? But... But a grapple attempt only takes one of your right. attacks. Like, so, so if, if you, you have another attack, you could still do that. It'll need to be a one-handed weapon, though, because you're you're using one hand to hold on to him. The uh, battle axe is versatile. Okay. Well, but okay. Well, you know, so, I, so so I've successfully grappled him. Yeah. And you can now you can now attack with the axe if you want. Yeah, as your second attack. While I'm grappling, all right. I yeah. Think I will. Because you grappled with one hand, you got the axe yep. with the other. Yep. All right. I will do that then. All right. Just have this image of Sierra hanging with an arm around his neck and just wailing <laughs> on him with the axe with the other hand. Twenty-seven to attack and six damage. Okay. That 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 hits. And since it's adamantine, it does full damage. Okay. And I have an apprentice. Uh, and since your since your offhand is 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 uh, taken up with the grapple, you can't make a can't make a, a two hand a second hand attack. So, it's Nock's turn. Okay, Nock is going to try this uh, short sword thing again because every little chip helps. Right. Chip damage, right. still damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. You, you chip away at it enough, you can move a mountain. Pebble by pebble. Um, so, to attack, that's not going to hit. That's a 13. Uh, bonus action, try to hit with the dagger. And that's not going to hit either, because that's a 12. Okay. And uh, movement... I think she's fine. She's okay. fine where she is. All right. Fenarin's turn. Fenarin is going to uh, boogie over to Avaloki mm-hmm. and slap her with a healing spell. Okay. Let's see what level of healing spell I can slap you with, Avaloki. Um, let's see. How about a cure wounds at second level? I mean, I'll I'll take what you, whatever you got. Twenty one. Twenty one is pretty good. Yeah, and that is Fenarin. 
Many okay. thanks. Garinan's turn. Garinan can try and grapple him around the legs with his chain. Didn't, no way, hadn't he already grappled once already? Successfully? Uh, well, no, so he tried. What, he tried, but didn't I, succeed, yeah. I, I uh, grappled when I was in Laskin's Cruel Countenance. Okay. okay. At one point, or shoved, rather. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyways, Gorinan's turn, Peter. I can't hear you. Ten to hit. Ten to hit? Okay, that misses. Second one. Critical! Oh, Yay! Oh. Natural 20 plus 5. Um, ooh, uh, 10, 15. 18 damage. Uh, which becomes 9. And. Dude's too big to knock prone, right? Uh, no, he's not. He's not. He's not too big to knock prone. Uh, 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 Avaloki did it earlier in the in the battle. Mm -hmm. Okay, well now he's large DC, size. DC fourteen for the grapple. Okay. I guess that's going to be the third third attack. Uh, yeah, that would be the third attack. Or or could I just go straight for the necrotic damage? No, you have to grapple first. Okay. It's it's for him at least it's an order, and he gets a twenty on his save, so he's not he's not grappled. <clears throat> um. The loyal paragons are still stuck in their bubble. Um, there's currently no shadow spawn. Uh, Lascon. Um, um, let's see if he decides whether you're just a gnat on his back and he doesn't need to worry about you. Uh, no, he's, he's got an idea that you're stronger than you look, so he's going to try and throw you off. Um, uh, so he rolls a 17 on his strength check. You need to beat that with yours. Uh, so athletics or strength? Uh, athletics. 23. Okay, you beat him. <laughs> you are still, you are still hanging on. He was right. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he uses his other attack to take a swat at you. Um, he gets a, twenty four to hit. That will hit. Uh, doing, uh, just looked this up a moment ago. Uh, 23 points of bludgeoning damage as he whomps you with Ouch. one of his stony fists. Is that all you got? But that's, a, that's all he's got this round. But it sounds like, is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Avaloki earlier was just going to say, you know, Alaska, if, if you wanted to take like a timeout or something like that, that'd be cool, you know, just out of sportsmanship and all that, we would be like agreeable on that. One of the rebel paragons um, sidles up next to Avaloki and, um, and uh, Finarin and says, he keeps a transmuter stone in his throat. If you see him regurgitate it, stop him from crushing it. It will restore his health. Oh, no. 
That is very good information. Thank Did they you. say that for all of us to hear? No. Well, the only he, he he's being very careful not to let Laska know that this is something they know about. Um, and uh, so the only that's it's only basically audible to uh, Avaloki and Finarin. Though I will give Malgalad a a uh, perception check to to catch it. Ernie. Can Nock have one too? Nope. You're in the midst of battle right up close. Okay. You're, you're, it's, it's... Uh, no, that's a six. Okay. So, yeah, you did not hear that. Oh, wait. Um, she's got advantage on perception. Wait, okay. Wait, hold on. Okay. Okay. Dirty 21. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So your, 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 uh, your auxiliary brains there uh, <laughs> let you know about, the, uh, about this, this little detail. Um, how to how to prepare for it exactly is up to you. Um, anyways, uh, the remaining rebels um, say, "We're winning! Finish him!" and uh, cast first level magic missiles at him. Um, not exactly worth um, um, not exactly worth counterspelling because they're just first level spells. But collectively, they do 66 points of force damage. Mm. Holy shit. Oh, wow. So speaking of, um, in, my, in my Saturday game, we've come across a weird ruling on magic missile. Yeah. Apparently, for each missile, uh, the, regardless of what level, you're supposed to roll 1d4 and then multiply that by the number of missiles and then add. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, you roll a d4 plus 1 for each missile. That's what I thought, but apparently there's some ruling that says that's wrong. No. Well, no. <laughs> so I could see it either way in the sense of, like, if there's three missiles, you either roll 1d4 times three, and so, like, and just use the same roll for each of the missiles. Right. I could see that, but the alternative is that you roll a 1d4 for each, but the point is that each missile should be doing 1d4 plus one's worth of damage, whether you roll the d4 more than once or not. Yeah. So you could so you could do eighteen D four plus eighteen for the eighteen missiles that these guys are throwing out. Or you could roll one D four, multiply by eighteen, and add eighteen if you didn't mm-hmm. feel like rolling a big pile of dice. Yeah. Um now the the bell curve on that is really sharp, so I would not recommend doing that, but um, you know, because with rolling that many dice, you're going to, you're going to get real close to the average almost every yeah. time you throw it. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to say instead of making it complicated, why not just take the average? Yeah. So anyways. Uh, well, it's, it's the same question of like with crits, do you roll once and then double it or do you roll it twice? Right. Like I've seen people do it both ways. I, I've like, actually been been adopting a house rule because I like to roll combat as fast as possible, which is if you crit, then you're only rolling once, but you're adding that roll to your max, the max die damage. That is literally how I did it when yeah. I ran the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Yeah, yeah. Because there's yeah. nothing like critting and then rolling a bunch of ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, 
we won't tell the whole story right now, but remind me later and I'll explain how they insta-killed the Demi boss Lynch. of the campaign in <laughs> one round. That Was that a paladin with a smite that did that? Nope, nope, no, nope. Uh, it, it's a whole, it was a whole series of events that just coincided in this one perfect turn that did a <laughs> bajillion damage to the demi let's be honest and if and, and for the people who are listening check out the check out the vod of that campaign it was awesome but that happened multiple times where yeah. we one shot bosses and mini bosses uh yeah hilarious. fortunately the uh the aural fight went much more uh yeah. as- you plan. But anyways, okay, anyways, anyway, it's Malgalad's yeah, it's Malgalad, Malgalad's turn. Alright. Um I think I can catch everybody with a um a mass healing word. So oh, I'm gonna wait, do that. What's the what's the range on that? Sixty feet. Twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty. Um uh, by my count, ten, twenty, thirty, forty. 50, 60. Garinan and Sierra are outside that range. If you take five foot step forward, you'll be able to catch them all. Oh, okay. So I was close, just not the entire scar. Yeah, Yeah. she'll move forward enough to be able to catch everybody. Yep. Okay, roll your healing. Can only currently cast that at third level. Sorry about it, but it's been a day. Does that have a limit to how many people you can give it to? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe okay, because some of sure. the some of the paragons are injured. Uh, let me make sure. No mass healing word. Other hand words up to six. Okay, okay. So focusing on the people you know who have been hurt. Um, I think it's. I think it's just. Avaloki and Sierra that have actually got damage right now, right? Well, so I yeah, I'm I'm at I'm about half now, but also it matters less now that I'm off the front lines. But uh, yeah. yeah, that said, I am still at half and don't have my blade song anymore. And Knock is, is down a little bit, but okay. she's not that badly off. All right. Well, um, nevertheless, there's plenty. There's six, plenty to go around. Yeah, yeah. It's six points, which you never know. Maybe the difference between life and death. Yeah. Okay. And we're back to the top of the round. It's Avaloki's turn. Okay. Well, with this new information, um, I'm changing my strategy. So many different possible um, options here. But uh, I think think what I'm going to (laughs) do... This... Okay. I... I, mm. The, the dilemma of like what's the perfect thing okay i think that i am going to take a few steps forward technically i should have only been able to move half my speed last time anyway because i was started prone right um, right but i move forward up to about that spot anyway okay and what i do is i cast mage hand okay okay and i move it up to cover his mouth Okay. All right. Now, um, obviously, he's moving around, so it might be a little awkward. But like, I'm doing yeah. You're, you're 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 you've got your you've got your 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 mage hand around near his mouth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, if you wanted to ready an action for that, that would be another action on another turn. 
Right. Yeah. So that uh, I have to use the action to get the the mage hand up this time. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You've got mage hand up, and it's and it's up around his face. It's invisible, correct? No, it's no, not. it's not. Okay. Okay. Uh, so and there in is fact, a. I mean, at this point, right now, I'm not even necessary. Like, I'm if if to the extent that I can, I'm trying to literally like put it over his mouth. Like. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You could, you um, could play now, it off like... Maybe I won't really be successful in doing that, but that's yeah. what I was trying. The thing is that his mouth is, it's like it's like trying to cover an adult's mouth with a baby's hand, mm. because he's <laughs> okay. he's like twice as big, so yeah. um, or a toddler's hand. So, but my, like my hand yeah. is more than twice as big as my mouth. Okay. So. All right. All right. So, anyways, Sierra's anyway, turn. Sierra's turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's now time to actually put the barrel yeah. on him. So make that make that pin attempt. Uh, I rolled a fifteen. I, what am I what am I rolling? Athletics. Four, thirteen. Thirteen. You did not manage to ex- pin him. You you wrapped your axe around him and you're trying to grab the other end and he's and he's uh, he shrugged shrugged his way out of your grip. And that is your action. Um, okay. Nox turn. Okay. Um, we're still trying to chip away at him. Okay. Okay, that's a little better. That's a 24. Okay. Uh, that's 24 hits. Yeah, so with sneak attack, mm-hmm. Yep. that is a grand total of... Hold on a second. Well, that's seven, but oh, seven plus twenty-one is twenty-eight okay. points of damage. Fourteen points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Which is not not bad for just doing physical damage. Panarin's <laughs> turn. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Bonus action. Dagger. Okay, dagger. Okay. Go ahead. And that's a dirty twenty. That hits. And that is a one, unfortunately. One which halves to zero. Yep. Um, Fenarin's turn. All right, Fenarin doesn't have much in the spell department. Um, well, he can always do Toll the Dead or. Sacred flame or something like that. Yeah, he'll he'll sick he'll he'll cast sacred flame on uh, your boy. This is divine weapon on the on the board. Uh, I think that's uh, that's Mogolods actually. Oh, I think they got skipped. Yeah. Okay, um, we'll, we'll we will we will do that as soon as we're done with Fenarin here. He rolled unfortunately a twenty-two on his save. So yep. Okay. Um, so uh, what so... little? Uh, he's going to actually move up um, to match Avaloki. Okay. Uh, he doesn't want to block the Paragons. Uh, maybe end okay. up blocking Mogolot a little bit, but... Um, Garenin. Two, two, two targets. All right, Garenin is doing his thing. That is a... 18 to hit. Uh, 18, 18 hits. For 13 damage. He rolls 23 on his save against the grapple. Damn. 
Did you Ooh, say 14 yeah. damage? 13. 13, okay. Ashcrum's a big, strong boy. Yes. 15 um, to hit. Uh, 15 does not hit. Third attack. Ugh. 12. Nope. Um, uh, even with Sierra's belt, she can tell Lascon is uh, just a little bit stronger than she is. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, the loyal paragons think... are still in the bubbles. Um, Lascon pulls out his gem and starts to crunch down on it. Um, I don't think anyone is in a position to do anything about it at this point. Nobody's got Sierra any ready right to on top of him, literally. Um, yes, but doesn't know that this is an issue. Um, okay. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give uh, Sierra an arcana, arcana check to recognize that this is a problem and try to snatch the stone away. Because you're well, really and, the only one close. And, and so it's fair if the answer is no, but the whole point of what I was doing with my mage hand was to try to interfere with such a, a thing. Yeah, I understand. Fair um, enough, fair. Yeah. But, but he doesn't actually need to get the gem out of his mouth in order to crush it. Okay, well, at a certain point, I'm not sure what anyone could have done about that. Roll an 18. Okay, you see him pulling this gem out, and I'll give you uh, a, 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 using your reflex to try and grab it. However, if you fail, he bites your hand. Worth if, it. Okay. All right. Um, 22 on the dex check. You snatch the gem out of his mouth before he bites ah! down on it. Yes. This looks important. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and that was his action. So the rebel paragons go. They fire another volley of magic missiles. <laughs> doing 53 points of force damage. Lascon reels under the assault. Mogulad's turn. Um, I didn't get a chance to smack him in the Yes, back smack, him with the, smack him with the, by, 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 by all means, do two attacks there because it's your turn. Okay. And I just accidentally closed my character sheet. <laughs> so excited you closed your character sheet. Yeah. I managed to uh, hover right over the X. Anyhow. Back to where I was. Shit. I don't remember what level I cast it at. Um... Uh, let's assume third level. Fair enough. As I recall, it was a pretty beefy one. Yeah. Um, a 26 to hit. That definitely hits. And at third level, it should be... Uh, yeah, 2d8. It's only giving me a button for 1d8, so I'll just... Okay. So that's 12 damage total. Okay. First one... He's really in bad shape. Roll to hit for your for your attack for this round. All right. And uh, that is a 21 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Come on, roll good. So 13 damage total. 
How do you want to do this? <laughs> did you oh, yeah. really beat him to death with a dung? You did. Yes. You did. That's awesome. <laughs> bad boy. Bad dung. <laughs> so where, where, where does this dong fi- finish him off? Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? What do you have? Drop it. <laughs> Don't eat that. So, <laughs> Malgalad's dong looking for the moment more like a rolled up newspaper <laughs> smashes into Laskon's head which was not actually all that badly damaged most of the damage is further down but a shockwave ripples through his body and his knees shatter under the impact and then the rest of his body crashes to the ground and then just crumbles <laughs> into rocks and gravel with Sierra riding the debris down, <laughs> standing in the, cl- and then the cloud of dust passes away and Sierra is left bruised and bloodied standing on the remains of Lascon. He holds up the Ooh. stone and says, this was in his mouth. <laughs> and- <laughs> Well done, Sierra. You have no idea how bad it would have been if he had bit down on that. So good job. And as you're holding on to it, it crumbles to dust and falls out of your hand. Oh, oh well. what the... uh, you know, it's better that than in his mouth because uh, it turns out it would have healed him back to full strength. Everyone make a important? dexterity. There's a tremor that runs through the ground. Everyone make uh, a dexterity save. Lightning Ooh. flashes in the clouds. Natural 20. So for 24. 12 for Sierra. Okay. Sierra and uh, <laughs> 19 for Grunin. Okay, neither of you are knocked to the ground. Uh, Fenarin got a 5 and not got a 23. Okay. <laughs> Fenarin is knocked to the ground and takes 3 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Yeah, that's a 4 for Mogalod. Okay. she's so great at dexterity saves. And Mogalod takes 5. Um, cracks start appearing in the ground. What do you do? Um, I well, first I cast fly on myself with my last third level spell slot. <laughs> okay. Um, but then I I am looking around to everyone. It's like, okay, everybody, we 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 didn't get a chance to drill for this, but it looks like <laughs> this whole place is going to crumble into nothing. So get a travel buddy, um, <laughs> our troll friend. Can you can you come back? I think we're this is the moment. <laughs> Uh, he, he actually reappears. Uh, he's still, still burnt and bloodied, but nevertheless, um, uh, 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 intact. Um, and, uh, and, uh, uh, and so, uh, uh, oh, and he, he looks around and grabs Fenarin's hand as a buddy. <laughs> yeah. Fenarin will take the, t- take the opportunity to cast a at least a first level heal- cure wounds on him. Okay, uh, he doesn't really need it. He'll regenerate, but, but, but I know, sure. But, but uh, you know, as it a measure of good faith, and okay. you know, he's got my arm anyway. All right, he gets eight points back. <laughs> um, and as predicted, the White Tower... Besides you, the cracks start appearing in the foundation, but it soon becomes clear as you're watching the world around you starting to come apart that 
the tower is likely to be the last thing standing because the rest of the village is starting to crumble away and and get caught up in a the maelstrom of clouds that are cl- clustering in. Um, are you going to run into the base of the tower or do something else? Yarlow looks to Avaloki. What do we do? Uh so I, I don't know is like I, I can obviously go based on player intuition, but is there anything that Avaloki can glean from Make an Arcana what? check? Alright. Uh, at disadvantage, because I'm still exhausted. Uh eleven. Eleven. Yeah, you haven't got a whole lot to go on here. Um okay. but uh, but um just yeah, from what so it looks like, like the tower is a little more sturdy than the ground. Yeah. All right. Every, everyone knows uh, when there's an earthquake, you get into doorways. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we're eventually going to a portal anyway. So here, how about this? I'm going to suggest everyone, uh, everyone, like, hold hands. Try. Let's try to make a chain, if we can, to the okay. extent possible, and move closer to the base of the tower. Um I think I will glance at are are the the loyal uh, paragons still in the bubble? They are still currently in their bubbles, but they're but they're looking panicked and like bumping at the at the things. <laughs> Let us out yeah. of this! We don't want to die. They're yeah, um, I, I I will kind of look at them and just say, uh, we get it, but uh, don't cause problems, and we'll try <laughs> to save you too. And the 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 rebel paragons let them free of their bubbles, and everybody crowds around together. Um, in one big mass, um, as much huddled together for, um, for, uh, uh, for reassurance as it is for security. Um, and, uh, and, but before long, the ground just erases itself from under you and you are left floating in this void and a tremendous wind starts carrying you back towards the portal. <laughs> and uh, I would like everyone to make another dexterity save. Okay. Can I make mine with advantage because I've got fly up? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you don't make, if you don't make a 12 on your dexterity save, you take three points of bludgeoning damage from Ooh. flying debris. Even okay. with advantage, I only got an made 11. made a 12. How many, how many, how many damage? Three, three, three bludgeoning damage from flying yeah. debris. Fenarin got hit, but not did not. <laughs> okay. Um, and the the mass of you all holding, clutching together desperately, uh, starts flying towards this uh, towards this this breach, and once again you see the spinning tower of the butterfly cabal uh, kind of taking up the space of this conduit. Uh, and you whisk around past it and land back on the island of Bruland uh, in a big tangled oh, mass of bodies. And then you hear a sound like thunder as the tower impacts behind you. Wham! Everybody make another dexterity save. Yikes. Panarin's gonna get crushed under the weight. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, 15. Oh, 17. God. A 13 and a 10. Okay, the 10 does not make it. You take 10 points of bludgeoning damage from flying shrapnel from the tower, annihilating itself on the ground uh, behind you. 
Sierra fails. Um, the Renin succeeds. Okay, and now you see this. The conduit is still open, however, as this as the as the tower has just shattered on the ground behind you, and you see the white tower coming through the conduit. Rushing towards you at great speed. And it is significantly larger than the original tower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will definitely, yeah, I, I, you know, what, what she said. And I will, uh, with, with my fly, I will try to, I'll, I'll look to see if who seems like they're going to be least able to get okay. out on their so, own Okay, so, so what I'll do is give you a, the lowest save for anybody else. You'll be able to get a reroll for them. Okay. Okay. will also grab someone to carry. Okay. So, uh, rolling for the Paragons, uh, uh, one of them rolled a two. So, uh, Christiana, roll for roll for roll to help that one, that poor schmuck who fell over. Okay. So what what am I rolling? Are rolling my own? You roll roll your own dexterity save. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen. Uh, Okay. Um, uh, you um, uh, managed to get them out of the actual impact zone, but both of you still take um, nine points of uh, slashing damage as pieces of this tower smash into you as you come out. Oof. Thank you once again to uh, Fenirin for healing me, because that would have taken me out otherwise. Uh, but you managed to get everyone out of the impact zone, and... Now, as the dust settles again, you see the white tower of Lascon standing with its bottom level shattered at, a, at an angle on top of the foundation of the original tower. And from inside, you hear, And green flames start coming out of the windows in the upper floor. Uh huh. What does that mean, Evaloki? Uh, well, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if all of us were as far away from it as possible, that is probably best. <laughs> Run! Everybody just scatters. So it's some kind of magical fire suppressant system. You know? <laughs> Green sprinklers? No? All right. And the <laughs> upper level of the tower is enveloped in a tremendous arcane explosion that just blows the entire top off the off the tower. Again, chunks of white rock fall all around you, but now you're you're further away and uh and uh nobody has done badly enough that they are are in immediate danger. Somebody might get hurt, but but uh all the paragons regenerate, so uh anyways. Um, they, uh, uh, the tower settles slightly from this tremendous explosion and seems to be partway standing a little on this spot. Leaning tower. Of it's only, <laughs> it's only off by about two or three degrees. And you have defeated the butterfly cabal. <laughs> I would like to put in an aside that in Tabatabai, Sherby has a has has a vision or a feeling that y'all were up to shenanigans and she wasn't there. <laughs> but she's celebrating anyway. <laughs> she can feel it. Is this like the the Coruscant scene celebrating yeah. the Death Star exploding? 
And the e- Ewok song. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention that because coming out of the woods on the edge of the clearing that is the Butterfly Cabal's uh, 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 home, or former home, um, you see Waif with a couple of her trolls come out of the woods. Give Waif a good wave. Uh, hey, Waif, this, this was the one that was missing, right? <laughs> She looks up at this at this ruin and says, I do not know what it is you accomplished, but it looks impressive to me. <laughs> no, this was the troll that was missing. This, this oh, was troll. yes, that's him. Well, yes, except for the shimmery bits, but yes. And she, and I, I she... think Avaloki just kind of goes down on her hands and knees and then just lies down on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and the face troll just kind of lopes over to her and wraps her up in a big hug. And Aww. the other trolls come by and give him a big hug. And, uh, and they're all happy. And uh, the... <laughs> and a trio of cyclopses come out from the rocks uh, towards, the, towards the west. Oh, and, hey. <laughs> and say in giantish towards Sierra, what is all this then? Uh, short story version. There was a bunch of bad guys that used to live here. They did some magic stuff, caused some problems, and we just fixed the problem, but they caused an explosion. The end. I, I look forward to hearing the whole story. <laughs> Sure, after we've recovered. <laughs> um, and you get, is there anybody who's in the, in the, uh, who's, who was left behind who's capable of carry, casting sending? Uh, I'm out of spell slots. No, no, no. I mean on the people oh. who are left behind, Susan and. I, no, I don't no. think so because we no. had both our clerics yeah. and Avaloki with this group. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. No. So, um, um, yeah, there you are. Um, neither Waif nor the Cyclopses keep track of what day it is. Um, they don't really follow the calendar, the same calendar you do. Um, we just need to know how many days it's been. Yes. Uh, yeah, but after a short conversation with Waif, uh, you find out that it is actually... Fields Day, the 5th now. Oh, how long was that? Uh, so you were in, from from the point of view of outside the, the chrysalis, uh, you were in there for four days. What would you like to do now? <laughs> long rest. <laughs> right here. Yeah, Avaloki is still just like lying on her face, like hands at her sides, just on the grass. Okay, so guarded by the trolls and cyclopses, you get a long rest with nobody bothering you. <laughs> sure. The cyclopses roast a goat. The trolls bring hunt a deer, and uh, and Waif is teaching them to actually cook food. They don't see a whole lot of point in it, but they do think it does taste kind of tasty. Of course, their concept of cooking it is to build a huge bonfire and then just drop the drop the carcass into it. But it's better than nothing. 
And so in between burnt and completely raw, you find meat that is, that is, that is eligible for eating. Um, and uh, the Cyclopses do a somewhat better job of cooking their food. Uh, and you get a, uh, a somewhat protein-heavy meal. Um, uh, the, the bark and twigs that the trolls eat alongside their food is uh, not terribly appetizing. They seem to be capable of eating just about anything. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you get your long rest. Oh. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, I think Avaloki, uh, will, will come up as a uh, spring, um, okay. on the, on the far side of this feeling so much better. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's actually funny. I just noticed that D and D beyond when I clicked long rest, it makes it clear that you can get the long rest, but if you also want to recover a level of exhaustion, there has to be food and drink. Yes, mm-hmm. that I is correct. Okay. That yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but in any case, uh, the yeah, I think I think when she was able to sort of focus again, have all the paragons stayed in this area? Like, what yeah, they- yeah, they're 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 around too. They're they're looking around and and kind of like, oh, there's a there's a sun. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. interesting. And they've been having conversations with Waif. Okay. Um, yeah, she's so, kind of filled them in on, you know, their history as a race. Um, uh, and, uh, and, you know, that's, the... that's good. I, I think that's probably, she's probably a better person to get into that. I think Avaloki probably would have gotten sidetracked onto the arcane metaphysics of whether their world was technically real or not before. Well, they certainly <laughs> seem yeah. real here. Yeah. And um, the two dwarves that you had with you also survived the cataclysm. Yay! Uh, and they're like, they're they're kind of sitting off by themselves through the rest time, um, uh, and uh, they look a bit lost. They don't have anyone really here that they're that they're they can talk to. We can find you some dwarves. Just give us some time. Uh, I think I will go up to Mogalad at some point after the long rest and just kind of say, uh, so, uh, and kind of gesture to my proportions and kind of say, <laughs> uh, you know, I won't say that this doesn't have some nice things about it, but I kind of don't feel quite myself. I don't know if that might be something you could help me with. Also, still technically one of my legs is blue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, I it's not the highest priority. I know we still have uh, what Sierra has scales and so on, but uh, just you know, when you're ready. Yeah. Well, now that we have a nap to look forward to, question mark. Yeah. Well, um, you've you've already gotten your long rest, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no imminent danger in which we will not. Well, be able as far to as get we know, like we're going to go back to camp and discover that the orcs had attacked. Yeah. <laughs> But or we're going to like so they're they're presumably shipwrecked on the uh yeah there's there's still somewhere around but you guys don't know about that yet does does waif know anything about that no she have, no okay. she doesn't she doesn't know about that either. all right well in in the i think in the tradition of uh i uh poor evaloki will receive an uncomfortably long hug <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> far longer than they may have ever wished to receive and Aww, with it to get their nice. greater restoration. Aww, <laughs> Remember to mark off 100 gold pieces worth of diamond dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think uh, once we've kind of checked in with everybody, like once, yeah, so now that we have spell slots again, yeah. Um, I will. I will send a sending back to. Let's see who's who's probably most in charge back at the at the you know the keep the, with the B team there. So what Tobias maybe or or Kausen. Kausen thinks he's in charge. Yeah, Kausen. Whether he is or not. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Yeah, I would probably send to Kausen and say, uh, we found the troll and lots of other things. Uh, we're okay. That's one word. So, um, uh, heading back soon. How is everything back at base? Uh, Uh, he replies in whatever way you want to put Kausen's words in, uh, that everything's been quiet. And he says, uh, you survived big boom. Good. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, is that true, though? Because last we saw them, they fought off an orc submarine, right? Right, 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 yes. They know about they know about the orcs. Okay. Is Kausen so going to imply inform- is that everything's been quiet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, everything, every, okay, let's put it this way. Everything since the last time we played them has okay. been quiet. Right, I'm just saying. So what is Kausen, okay, how does so Kausen reply? We're fine-ish. Glad you survived Big Boom. We'll swap adventure details. Hurry back. Soon. Okay. Um, once you're finished with your long rest, and the, the, uh, the, the Paragons have been resting as well, mm-hmm. uh, they say, we have been talking, and we would like to go with Wave. She... Is more our people than you are, um, and we think that uh, we can help her with her project to bring these folk a calmer life. Sierra says that's a good plan, and we're friends with Wave, and I'm hoping we can be friends with you. Your group as well. I don't see any reason not. Uh, even the loyal paragons have seen that their future is better with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big booms are convincing. <laughs> Especially when you survive them. Waif, yeah. Waif says... I am putting my history behind me. If you wish to have this ruin, and she points at the white tower that's lying smashed and partly smashed and a little bit on its side, Mm -hmm. you may make of it what you would. Even just to take stones to build things. Oh, Yes, uh, I, I, I was absolutely going to ask because I 
I am really itching to go check out what's left of that thing, place. <laughs> um, now if, that I've had a nap. <laughs> yes. Do you want to do that right away, or do you want to head back to the camp and do that at another time? Should head back. I think Avaloki won't stay by herself, but <laughs> it's like, oh, so, well, should we vote? Or, I mean, I, I, I mean, I suppose it's fine. It, 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 Wouldn't it'll be you there. like to have a full day of sunlight to do it? It's well, noon right now. And it's right. It's right. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let me summarize what you find inside the tower. Um, let me bring up that document. Take me a moment. Give me a moment here. So, um, level one is completely smashed. You have to get into level two, um, kind of through cracks in the, in the walls and kind of wriggle your way in. Um, uh, actually, no, I'll say that you, you can't, you, um, you actually have to fly up to an upper level to get in because there's no, there's no workable entrance on the main floor at this point. Um, uh the the top level is completely gone um and level four is heavily damaged and has and is open to the sky um and after poking around a little bit um you find um some musical broken musical instruments that have runes and things indicating that they were at one point animated, but their enchantment's been broken by the damage that this, they've taken. Um, there's also some broken furniture. You find a uh, you find and you find a room that looks like it might have been some kind of a nursery with children's toys and things like that. Um, uh, kind of living space mostly. Um, on the third level, uh, mostly intact, uh, you find a workout room with um, a floor padded with uh, layers of quilted fabric and um, these iron poles of various weights uh, with leather wrappings. And they are way too heavy to use as staffs, but you think they might be some kind of uh, exercise equipment. Mm. Um and uh, you and you find Are, a so another. To be clear, those stripper poles? Is that what we're talking? About? <laughs> no, they're 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 no, they're not strip. They're 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 on a rack, so you can pick them okay, up. And okay, work them. Yes. okay, okay. No. You no. never know these these butterfly people. No, yeah, you find iron basically uh, quarter staffs, but made of iron and really thick and heavy. Okay. Um, and uh, and you also find a weight room that has just got round stones of varying sizes um, um, and uh, uh, so that kind of thing. 
Um, and on level two, um, you find a uh, the central room has a um, has a uh, uh, now the floor in this one is cracked and broken because it's actually the floor of this is what's sitting on the ground now. Um, and what had been a summoning circle uh, is laid out there, but now with, with it's broken, it, it can't be uh, used anymore. Um, and uh, and off on the side rooms um, from this area, you find uh, supplies for uh, magical workings of a simple nature, chalk and stuff like that. And uh, a library, um, but the library is um, it's all fairly basic information. It's the kind of thing you would use to teach someone beginning magic, not 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 particularly esoteric tomes. Um, but uh, but from the from the library there, uh, if you wanted to, you could pull um, detect magic, mage armor, magic missile, shield, detect thoughts, suggestion, counterspell, summon shadow spawn, fabricate, and resilient sphere. Okay. Could you send me that list? Yeah. Um, and it also most has... Of those I have, but... Yeah. Um, uh, you want me to email that? Uh, yeah, how, whatever. Or I'll, 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 I'll just put it in the chat. Okay, I'll put the list in the chat. Um... Uh, and the library also has a fair amount of information on metalworking and the design of mechanical devices. Um, this information could be used over the course of several months to obtain proficiency with Tinker's Tools. Um, if you wanted to make that like an, uh, an off um, a, a, a downtime activity. Um, so those are the interesting things that you find um, in the tower. Can, can I tower tell what the remaining. summoning circle would have been used for before it was broken? Uh, make a, make an, uh, an uh, arcana check. Alright. No longer at disadvantage. But I still roll a three, so that's an eleven. <laughs> yeah, no, you really can't tell. Oh, well. Uh, you can tell that it would have been some kind of demon, but it's impossible to say what. Um... And it was the kind of thing where, you know, it'd be summoned and, and bound into the area of the circle. So. Yeah. But uh, so what I would be babbling about to everyone else about what's great here is that obviously we have our own architect with their own plans for a magic tower. But what we have here is a ready supply of lots of materials suitable for building a magical tower already mm -hmm. in a location suitable for building a magical tower. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, and it um, once, uh, yeah, so uh, that's, that, that's what you find in basically in at the afternoon's um, investigation here. All right, cool. And so I, I think, uh, yeah, with, with all of that, Avaloki Av will contentedly return back to, uh, uh, you know, I get. Are we walking? I guess. <laughs> or, There's a, well, we don't, we don't have our um, windwalk still on. Do no, we? you don't. No, that's that's long over. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, you know, I could, uh, I could polymorph um, one of us or myself. Um, who, who do we have that's going back? It's uh, 
Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of us, and the dwarves. Are they? Oh, and they they would they want to come back. They to want you. to come back with you. Yes, they're they're. Fair they're they, they may find that they uh they can they can at least meet our 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 friend dwarves. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you know what? Um. I guess. Yeah. Walking. Uh, well, <laughs> what we can maybe do is uh, we can walk to the nearest coast from here and have have our ship meet us. Yes, you could. You can definitely do that. Um, yeah. By the time you reach the coast, the uh, the uh, moon's nest has uh, has arrived nearby, um, and uh, and. Um, and uh, a boat is sent out for you. And late that night, you return to the keep to find that the keep is finished. <gasps> the, uh, the, uh, the, the leader of the dwarves who were building it uh, says, ready to give you a tour? There's a little more work left to do. We still have to put the road in that you ordered, but the keep is complete. Yay. And she takes the five minutes it takes you to show you around because it's only got three <laughs> rooms. Uh, <laughs> but it looks it looks uh, very defensible and uh, and secure and um, ready for your uh, folks to move in. So. Because you now have a second stronghold, everyone goes up a level. Yay! Um, and we get to roll on the table to da find da da out da. what benefit. Because uh, you're, you, uh, Peter, you're, Sierra is choosing the option of a keep here, correct? Okay. So let me bring up that, that uh, rule book here. And we can... Uh, we can roll that. Uh, let's see. This is still from the strongholds and followers. Strongholds right? and followers. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got. We so... we did pick. Uh, well, oh, so what we talked what we talked about was the nature of the establishment that Sherby's doing. Yes. Right? That's yes. That's what we had that's, previously talked that, about. Yes, that's a separate. That's a separate bit. Um, uh, strongholds and followers. There we go. And you're going to have the fighters keep. Uh, I was stressed all week about that boss fight because <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty rough. Like when we when we finally got out, I was tapped on everything except one first level spell slot and uh and was like at 27 hit points and that okay. was only after being healed so it's like oh, so it's not going great peter roll a d100 i actually have no idea how to roll that on uh young uh, the the 2d10. Oh, so if you go to the bottom, there's uh, the little 2d10. Oh, 
18. 18. Okay. Uh, what you get is, uh, is basically once the word gets out of this keep being finished, um, the first unit you will uh, recruit is a green light infantry, uh, green medium infantry. That uh, sounds unit... awesome. What does it mean? Okay, green means they are completely inexperienced, uh, you know, have never seen a battle before. Uh, medium means that they have uh, basically medium armor and uh, and decent weapons, so swords, axes, chainmail. What, what table did you roll on? Just because Unit... I thought I was looking at the same table you were going to roll on. Units raised by keep on page 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was looking at the fighter followers. In the the fighter followers, followers he's also going to get, and that's a separate roll. I see. Okay. 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 So... Uh, so, so that's the first that'll show up, and we can talk about what kind of folks those are that fits with your character. But we also need to roll on the fighter's fortress as a follower. So, uh, roll another d100. Fifty-one. A cavalier retainer. Wow. Brennan's going to be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I will work up who those folks are, and we can talk about that offline, because it's not, uh, not uh, 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 germane to play right now, but that we, I wanted to get those roles done. Yep. Um, and there will be two more rolls on the keep table as kind of as word gets out and you start to um, start to really uh, uh, um, operate as as the uh, as the um, uh, as the protector of this particular spot. Okay. Um, we, what's our flag? Yeah. What what flag flies over the uh, well now, the the order of the violet dawn kind of already has a flag right. It's a... well, but the whole kind of bit originally was that we put up the syndicate's flag right, like that was the whole. In addition to thing. our own flag, not to replace our like own flag. like that that was the whole violet dawn oh, yeah. because the, okay. the the syndicate's flag was violet and it was like the dawn that we put we put, okay. put the syndicate's flag back up. Okay. All right. All right. So, so yes. What, uh, what flag does? Uh, what banner does? Um, does uh, Sierra's uh, troops march under? I'm open to suggestions, everybody. Hmm. Uh, I mean, we could have a black a axe and a blue trident crossed over a field of. It could be a symbolic representation of, of the purple. piles, right? Oh, oh yeah. we're, we're, or Broland, just um, specifically. But uh, yeah, I like that. I like the I, axe yeah, and the, the trident. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, now, going by the rules of heraldry, <laughs> the background has to be um, a metal, which means either white, uh, which is runs for silver, yellow, which means gold, or 
have there's a third heraldic metal if we're... because the black is a fur sable and the azure is a tincture um uh so yeah you've got gold and silver the only things allowed in classic heraldry which the rules of which were broken many times but uh white or gold would be traditional for the background with black and blue in the foreground i i, I would say like my gut says gold for sierra yeah. but obviously your decision no yeah gold background with uh yeah black and blue or i guess black and blue seems about right too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fine okay okay i will uh i will i will see about having that drawn up because i think it's pretty cool um, so, um, what next for the Order of the Violet Dawn? Um, I imagine you're going to be spending some time settling in on your new, uh, your new fortress. Uh, for sure, but there are some orcs we have to keep. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. like, once we hear about that, it's kind of like, oh, well, we can't have them just running around loose. <laughs> yeah. We've got to corral them, them at least and figure out what their deal is. Like, where'd um, they come from, for one? <laughs> uh, also, um, let me let me um, uh, let me mention there's a couple of powers that come from having a fortress. Um, within your domain, which is within twelve miles of your fortress, so basically just in the one hex. Menhirs, menhirs, standing stones will appear and follow anyone hostile to those who call their home here and impose themselves between intruders and locals. Archers who train in your domain will find that their uh, arrows go further and edged weapons are keener and do not dull. Within your domain, on initiative count 20, you can take a stronghold action to, um, uh, uh, to cause uh, anyone who tries to cast a spell in your domain to experience searing pain, any enemy. Um, and if they uh and if they and if they push through they can take damage um which can cause them to lose concentration um or until the end of your next turn you and all your allies weapon attacks hit automatically you can still roll to get a crit or you and all your allies are restored to full hit points now a stronghold action requires an extended rest, that is, a week in your stronghold, to recover it. Cool. And you have something called Fighting Surge. When you're using your Action Surge to attack, any successful attack is a crit. Within 12 miles of the establishment. Within 12, within miles, 12 of the, miles of the keep. Of the keep, yes. And that as, you, as the keep goes up in level, that range increases. So, And that's all on page 51 of Strongholds and Followers that I sent you guys.
Uh, so, so it levels with us? Uh, no, the keep, you need to spend, if you want to expand the keep to a next level, you have to, oh, you, you have to spend to, to, uh, to increase it. That's fine. Um, so, uh, you want to track down the orcs next? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I don't have that prepped. Uh, I was prepared for the battle with Lascon to take a bit longer. Um, uh, well, you thought we were going to be able to stop him from eating his recovery lozenge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, that was that was what I was expecting. And then I realized, wait, the Paragons know about this. They could, they could warn them. So That was uh, definitely beneficial. Yeah. Super clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so... Um, I can't. I can't do the the orcs now, but uh, we okay. can definitely have you going out to patrol for them at the next right. session. Yeah. Um, well, the other the other thing I was going to say is like I think the orcs would be the first priority, but um, I, I'm forgetting the name of our our architect who's got the plans for our Beja uh, Beja Hamadi. That's right. Uh, we would want to take her out to see the remnants of this other tower. Okay. Okay. Just to see, like, uh, what do you think? She says that this stone is um, extremely good for building, um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of shattered stones here, and but uh, we're probably going to want to actually knock it down uh, uh, in a, to make in order to make getting stone out of it safe. Well, it um, just so happens. That if I have a day to prepare, that I now have this, or I had the spell, technically I had this already, but I have the transmute rock spell, mm-hmm. uh, yes. which is very good for knocking down towers. Because yes. basically I can transmute uh, non-magical rock of any sort in the area into thick flowing mud, which would do like basically underneath the... Yes, yes. You could you could undermine the foundation and cause the whole thing to fall over. Yeah. In a in a much more controlled fashion than than, than going at it with picks, yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, that, she says that that will significantly reduce the time required to build the tower. Nice. Um, uh, and uh, you know those dwarves who just uh, finished the, or are in the process of finishing up their work there. Um, uh, maybe um, there are people you want to talk to about about this tower. Like, hey, if you're looking for more work, we're very happy with the job you did for us with that keep, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, they say they would need to talk to the boss. They can't. They are, they're not in a position to do that. But um, if you come with us when we return to base, um, we can. Uh, we can. Um, you can talk to him as soon as we get there. So yeah, I think I think Avaloki would probably be uh, up for that. So like that would be maybe something not everybody needs to do. So maybe that's a Avaloki makes that trip. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um, and whoever else does bring that. bring a few uh, bring a few retainers and um, and maybe um, if we do if that group has an adventure, it'll be like um, Glastani. Somebody plays Glastani, and and then one or two of you guys send 
assistance along with uh, send B team along with Avaloki, which is kind of how I had this whole thing imagined when we started that, that that's how <laughs> things would break up is, you know, a team and a few B team sure. know, on, on pursuing different, different, um, mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Things. That's kind of what, kind of what I was thinking is that like, you yeah. know, we, we don't have to have everybody stay together because we've got the whole thing. Yeah. So who would be going with um, Avaloki to the Dwarven realm? And who would like to play Glastani if we do that? <laughs> you guys are sailing. Uh, yeah, they're, beca- they're taking the wave cutter, the uh, the dwarven yeah. ship. Then uh, I think no. What's his nuts going to stay? Or Malgalad could decide to take the uh, take the um, the moon's nest on that trip. That's also an option. I'm not going to tell you you can't. Um, I think the Moonsnest should probably stay, uh, stay among the isles, but, um, okay. Tobias might go. Okay. So, so Sierra and Mor- Malgalad will be staying behind. Huh. Um, uh, Tobias is going with Avaloki. Um, is, how about Kausen? Yeah. Sierra is going to convince Kausen to go. <clears throat> okay. Which means I think Yeah, I was just gonna say Susan for practical reasons doesn't really have any interest in visiting the dwarves anyway, but also allows me to have a character, play a character to play in both <laughs> yeah. places. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um uh so that means that Fenarin is staying behind. Uh-huh. Um uh how about uh knock? It's not going to go, well, or see, there's a so there's a question. Well, actually, Fener- uh, I'm not going to say Fenarin is definitely staying either because you got a cleric there. Yeah. Well, no, uh, Fenarin Fenarin is going to stay. Okay. Uh, because he has, he wants to enjoy the sunlight. He's he's gotten to like the sunlight on this island. Okay. Quite okay. Uh huh. Uh, right. And it's nice and re- it's nice and relaxing, he's... and he's pre- he's pretty but he's pretty much just blissed out on the sun like five seconds after he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. he, he just he, he likes this island. Um, okay, but I think Nock would uh, have taken Sierra aside uh, for a conversation. Okay, let's let's hear that. Uh, so I saw that your uh, battle axe did lots of damage. Um, it is adamantine, yes. Mm. Where did you get such an item? Uh, we got it actually from that from that spot, right? Doesn't that? Uh, it, it, there, there was a bit. That's a bit of a story there, right? Because you yeah. found the adamantine on the, the island, tower. right? But you had to bring it to the dwarves to get it worked, right? I do remember that. But I tell her, well, we found the adamantine, you know, it, as chains uh, on that island. On that, in, in fact, on that spot we just left. Uh, and then we had a whole series of adventures to get the adamantine um, worked on to create this weapon. You're looking for some adamantine weapons? I would like to contribute more successfully to the to the campaign. I was I did some damage. I thought it would be possible if if there was more 
that had not been worked if a short sword or a dagger could be made for me of the adamantine, then I would be a more valuable asset. Uh, is, I will pass it along to Avaloki. She's headed that way anyway. Um, how do you feel about using battle axes? Probably not, right? I am... Uh, if <laughs> I... I have not used one in the in the past and in in the past I have not used one. Um, actually, let me double check and see if she actually can use axes. Uh, what's um, her strength? Her strength is her strength is her strength is just a regular ten. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it. Basically, basically, my thought is that didn't we have like an amount that they were saving for us that yes. they would use to make other weapons? I recall that too, but it, it was also a price involved. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and because they definitely wanted any and all that we would let them just have. Yeah, and and uh, the, basically they the, they traded the adamantine that was left over after the axe for the contract to build Sierra's tower, Sierra's keep. Right. Okay. Okay. So this is. May not be possible, but I would like to see the uh, what has become. Yeah. And you will also recall that when this axe was forged, the fellow who arranged for that to be forged was kind of using the forge where it was made without permission. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so there was some political stuff involved there that made Sierra. Yes, Sierra mentions that it's possible, but there's a uh, there's an adventure. There's okay. some stuff involved. Okay. Well, I I will keep my eyes open. I do want to see what has become of the wizard lands without without the wizards. Um, and so maybe I will, uh, if if it is permitted, I will accompany. We your would wizard. love to have you on the team. Okay. <laughs> so I will put knock on the violet dawn. Yep. Okay. And uh, by the way, you have you have noticed that kind of like Avaloki, she has shifted her look. Uh, her skin is now tan. It basically is the original picture that I gave y'all, where her skin is now more of a tanned bronze and bronze, and she has, uh, but her her hair is still white, but it looks a little bit darker. Okay. Well, that gives me. Stuff I can use to prep. Um, uh, we can uh, we can say that for the time that the dwarves are um, making the the, the road, uh, you hunt around for the orcs but don't find them right away. Um, but it's a big island, and you haven't got that many people to patrol. Um, and. Uh, and so we can pick up with that after uh, after that construct the, the last of the construction is finished, and the wave cutter departs for um, for the dwarven realms, um, and we will end uh, end the session here. Mm -hmm.